Hello, hello, and uh, welcome to another episode of the Road Trip Podcast. Working title, we'll see if it sticks. Uh, So basically the premise of this podcast, in case you have not listened to an episode previous, first off, I would recommend, especially because this episode is going to be a little bit of a, a part two. Uh, it is, you know, probably self-listenable, but it is definitely um, a follow-up to a previous episode. Um, so, anyway, I was going to explain the concept, which I am still going to do, but I got a little off track there already. Uh, super awesome. In case you haven't already noticed, this podcast is a little bit train of thought. Uh, I drive a lot between home and school, and so... I figure why not record my musings aloud uh, and make everybody listen to my opinions <laughs> and my little fun fact uh, pieces that I have. Uh, I am in a car, so that does mean that there's going to be car noises like the running in the background, which I'm sure you can already hear, but also like a blinker, bridges, that sort of stuff. Uh, it's also quite windy today, so we'll see how this episode turns out because uh, it always tends to be a little bit louder in a car when the wind is blowing, but that's all right. I just spent like an hour and a half, maybe, uh, singing musical songs to keep myself entertained before I recorded this, so uh, we'll see how my voice does, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, So yeah, Uh, like I said, this is going to be a little bit of a part two episode. I have decided, uh, I talked about Disney parks in, uh, I was going to talk about all of them just in one episode. But, and get it out of the way but then I talked for like the full run time about only Magic Kingdom and I could probably make a whole nother episode about Magic Kingdom because that place is huge and just like the park it usually takes like two days to get through actually all of it but you know what I'm not doing part two Magic Kingdom today I am actually have decided I'm going to do I think I'm gonna do um Hollywood Studios and Animal Kingdom in one episode just because both of them have such few rides and I feel like that'll be a little bit easier for me, but we'll see. We'll see if how 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 much of it I get to, because you know, shoot high and and you don't make it. So you know, we'll try it. Um, so first, Magic Kingdom. Now, my caveat with did I say Magic Kingdom already? Jesus fucking Christ, Animal Kingdom. Uh, my caveat with Animal Kingdom is. I understand the message and I really do appreciate it. And I, I I think it's a good park theming wise. It's, it's great. It's so good. Uh, it does not have a lot of rides. So unlike the magic kingdom episode where I was 90% talking about the rides, uh, it might be a little bit more about theming and that sort of stuff. Also, I have not ridden, um, the rite of passage avatar ride there. Uh, when I last went to Disney World, it had just opened a little bit prior, and so the ride um, wait time was like five hours, and I was like, I am not waiting for that. No shot in hell. And so, um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, instead I went on, Jesus, my car is not having the, the bridges. Uh, instead I went on, God, what was it? Uh, the Cali River Rapids twice. And also went to the um, night show that they had at Animal Kingdom. They have since got rid of that night show. It was pretty cool when I went to it. I can't remember what it was. It was like River... It was River something. I don't know. It was cool though. I liked it a lot. Uh, I think I liked it because it was mostly like 
water projections and like cool little water floats as opposed to uh, fireworks because I don't really like fireworks all that much they're kind of loud and they feel unnecessary to me and like sure they're cool in concept but they're like they're so loud I don't want to hear them I'm sick of it uh, and so usually uh, I would I, I really did like that Animal Kingdom night show I wouldn't be mind if they brought it back anyway uh, so I have not been on that Avatar ride there. I think I've done most of the other stuff in Animal Kingdom because there's not that much to do. Uh, so my my grandma, uh, both the times I went to Disney World, it was with her. Shout out her, my grandma. Shout out her for keeping up with us because it was me and my sister and my mom and her last time we went there. And granted, usually it was me and my sister in front and then uh, my mom and grandma behind us because, you know, they're a little bit slower. But she, she, st- she keeps up so well. She's right there, right there with us. Uh, but my grandma in Animal Kingdom loves the, it's tough to be a bug ride. It's not even a ride. The show, if you've never been on it, first off, it's 3D. So you sit in like, it's, it's like a theater setup. So there's like a stage in front and that, Ooh, sorry. I had a little hiccup there. Um, you sit in like little benches that look like logs and then you put on your 3d 3d goggles 3d glasses and um it's it's i don't like 3d things very much because i don't like when things fly at me this is going to be a common theme that we have come up if i keep talking about the disney parks i haven't talked about it yet i don't think um I hate when things fly at me. Even if I know it's not actually going to hit me, I don't care. It's scary, and I'm scared. And so I don't like that ride simply for the 3D aspect. Also, I don't think that's it's that entertaining. Because basically, it's just like, it's a bug. It's, there, it's a bug's life, so there's bugs. There is one part that I like, though, which is when they're talking about, like, wood mites or something, and then your seat, like... Like, it, it makes it feel like there's, like, bugs crawling in it. That's kind of fun. That, I always thought that was a cool touch. But too much of that show is just me being scared of the 3D things that are coming towards me. And so I don't like it. Um, but it's, it's... I can see where some people like it. It's just really not my thing. Um, Animal Kingdom. Oh, my gosh. My favorite thing in Animal Kingdom has to be the river rapids now i already mentioned it once but i will mention it again right now it's exactly what it sounds like you sit on a little floaty thingy and you float through some rivers and stuff and it doesn't get you that wet which i appreciate because i don't like wet clothes on me when i'm like walking around doing stuff especially if you're going in like when it's not, you know, like 80 to like, well, not 80, when it's not like 100 degrees, you know, if you're going in that like December time period, I would say it's like 60s, maybe 70s, you know, it depends, obviously it depends, but I, I, I don't want to be cold, okay, because 60 and dry and 60 and wet is very different, anyway, but it's a good ride, I like it a lot, uh, it's really, the wait time usually isn't that long, and it's kind of fun, kind of fun and fresh. I also really like the safari, obviously. So in the previous episode, I talked about how in the Jungle Cruise, Walt Disney had wanted to put real animals in there. Uh, so that's basically what the safari is in Animal Kingdom. It's, it's, it's the Jungle Cruise, but on wheels and with real animals. 
because they still throw a couple jokes in there depending on like what animals are out so like it's pretty chill it's pretty mm. i mean it's exactly what the park is for because animal kingdom is for you know um awareness sort of so to make people aware of you know animal species and to be educational because like epcot and even sections of hollywood studios although definitely less so they're there to be educational and to be fun but also you know informative which i really do appreciate it was it was a lot of what walt was going for in most of his work because he wanted things to be fun and informative to help the public i suppose um yeah it's a good time it's always it's great it's a sleigh what else is there in animal kingdom i'm already drawing a blank <laughs> i again I'll t i love the theming i'm trying to remember the. i've been trying to remember the, the guy the imagineer's name the whole time i've been talking the only name that my brain is coming up with is Tony Baxter, who definitely has something to do with the Disney parks, but I don't know who he is. Who is he? I don't know. Point is, there is a really famous Imagineer who I think has since retired, but he built, or designed, I should say built, he designed a lot of Animal Kingdom as well as the, um, for sure, the Avatar section in Animal Kingdom. And I think he does a fantastic job. He's a very interesting guy. And what he does with that park is really fascinating. The way that um, the architecture obviously is completely different depending on what like hypothetical country you're in and like the foliage can change and it's all, it's beautiful. It's great work and I, and I love it a lot. Um, I haven't really gushed over theming uh, yet on this and I, I probably should have but it's the theming in those parks really puts the theme in theme park you know like that's just not an amusement park that's a theme park that's a themed park right there and it really is especially Animal Kingdom with the animals and the foliage and all that stuff the one section that I really don't like in Animal Kingdom and I think they're trying to work on it is like the dinosaur section because, so basically the dinosaur section is a remnant of the scrapped idea that they had where they were going to have um, another like section of Animal Kingdom that was called Beastly Kingdom where it would have had um, like fantasy, fantasy creatures. Uh, there are a few remnants of that concept because they got fairly late in development and then I'm- I'm, again, I'm gonna blame Michael Eisner. I don't know if it was actually him, but I'm gonna blame him. since been removed but there used to be like a dragon head along with like the other animals represented right at the gate when you walk in but they scrapped that idea unfortunately i really think that they could bring it back but at this point with them doing avatar i really don't think that they will um also avatar i i was like i get why it's there why it's in the animal i get why it's in animal kingdom i do 
because it uh, the, the Avatar, the first movie, I should say, not my favorite movie. I don't even think I finished it. I think I have a half an hour left, and I was like, okay, I get the point. Whatever, I'm done. Um, I, I really don't think <laughs> I don't think I finished it. I haven't seen the second one, um, but it's. I understand why it's in Animal Kingdom because Animal Kingdom does have that preservation aspect to it as does the Avatar movies where, you know, it's like the be nice the environment, which like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I do. Like, I understand why Avatar land, it's like called Pandora, the way, like the land of Avatar. I'm just going to call it Avatar land for all intents and purposes because um, <laughs> that's way easier. I understand why it's in Animal Kingdom. It just feels a little goofy, but I guess the dinosaur section also feels a little goofy because a lot of Animal Kingdom does feel like a zoo with a, like with some cool, you know, really big budget rides, which is fine by me. Like I love zoos. I'll be the first, you know, I'll be the first person to, to talk about a zoo. Uh, good zoos, mind you. I shouldn't say like all zoos. Some of them are not very well maintained. I like well-maintained zoos, but yeah animal kingdom eh, it's all right i haven't been on um expedition everest i've been meaning to get to it but i haven't gotten around to getting on that one so i don't know what that one's like uh, i do know that they <laughs> they didn't want to have to put a red light on top of it for airplanes and so it's like one foot under the requirement to put a light on it for airplanes so that they don't like crash into it you know i thought that was a fun piece of information um, what else is there in Animal Kingdom? I'm trying to remember. Oh yeah, I probably I talked about that I the Avatar the ride the S okay the Avatar section has two rides. Uh, one of them is a boat ride, and the other one is the one that I haven't been on. The boat ride is okay. A lot of it's pretty boring, but. It does have the most expensive animatronic on Disney property. The, like, water shaman. What the? Why did I say it like that? The water sh shaman? Sham shaman? I think shaman sounds right. The water person. at The, uh, the water avatar person. <laughs> at the end of the ride, the animatronic for that is insane. You could tell me that was a real person and I would believe you. Um, it's crazy. It's a crazy animatronic. Next time, if you ever go on that ride, um, really look at it because it's 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 uh, it's impressive, especially compared with a lot of Disney's um, older animatronics. It's it is incredibly impressive for that ride to have such a impressive animatronic like that. Uh, what else? The theming there is really cool though. In Avatar, I've been talking about the theming a lot in Animal Kingdom. But the Avatar theming, is, it is very cool. It does feel um, not like Earth. And the floating islands that they have going on there are dope as hell. They're really cool. Uh, I, I was going to say I still have pictures of them on my phone, but I do not because my phone broke. I have pictures of them on my old phone, <laughs> should be what I say there. Um, it's good though, it's a lot of fun. Very, very slay. is in Animal Kingdom. Nothing. Nothing really. There's a couple, there's a, there's like a Lion King stage show that I've seen. It's alright. It's fine. Nothing to brag home about. I don't really remember most of it. Um, Animal Kingdom doesn't really, I don't, 
I feel like that's the park I probably know the least amount about. I don't know why. I feel like probably because it's like mostly zoo and I just don't know that much about it. Although I do know that McDonald's used to sponsor the dinosaur section of the park. Fun fact. They don't anymore. But they used to. Also that my sister got absolutely terrified. There's a ride in the dinosaur section, Dinoland USA or whatever. There's a ride in there simply titled Dinosaur. And it scared the shit out of my sister. She started crying. It was really funny. <laughs> I was like, ha ha. <laughs> they oh my gosh, they closed the Pass roller coaster that they had in that section too. I was like, what do you have now? Nothing. Nothing. I, I say dope ass roller coaster. It's like a kitty coaster. But I thought it was fun. <laughs> It's, I don't know. Animal Kingdom was a little bit of a, a mystery bag. Um, the tree's really cool, though. The tree's dope as hell. I really, really like the tree. I like all the carvings on it. It's really cool. I like it. I also like that you can see, like, up characters in Animal Kingdom. I like that you can see different characters in different parks for the most part. I think that's pretty fun, too. Yeah, that's, I don't know. What else do I have to say about Animal Kingdom? Like, nothing. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to Hollywood Studios now. Guys, we're doing it. I'm making my plan come true. My Hollywood Studios Animal Kingdom plan. I'll talk about Epcot in the next one because I have a lot of information about Epcot and I love Epcot. So, Hollywood Studios, formerly MGM Hollywood Studios. Now, this is a very interesting park and this one I do know I can blame Michael Eisner for. The other things that I blamed him for, I do not, I do, donut, hello? I. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know if Michael Eisner actually did the other things that I've blamed him for, but I do know he did this. He made Hollywood Studios. I know he did. He also made California Adventure, which I'm not gonna, I maybe I'll get into it later, but not right now. Um in case you didn't listen to my Hollywood my, my, oh, words. Hello? my Magic Kingdom episode, um, Michael Eisner was a CEO of Disney for quite a long time, and he was known for being very cheap with the Disney parks. And so, um, what he did, he was like, okay, so Universal is making a theme park based on, like, like a backlot movie studio. He's like, so, like, we can do that pretty easy, right? Because it's so easy to theme an area that can just be warehouses because the back lot of a studio is just warehouses and so it's incredibly cheap to theme you know there comes in the uh the uh the, the saving money from michael eisner instead of building a new cool park or building beastly kingdom and animal kingdom or you know refurbishing something or making something cool cool fun and fresh you know what he builds he builds warehouses and just like, oh, put something in them. Because when Hollywood Studios opened, they were really bragging it up as... So they had like a backlot tour. Which they don't have anymore. And they had uh, in all the commercials that it was a functioning movie studio. Which wasn't wrong. But it also was not uh, super accurate. Uh, <laughs> because... They had filmed, I think, one movie there. And then... I don't remember the name of the movie. And then they 
occasionally would record TV shows there. And then you could watch them recording or working on shows when you're on, like, the Backlot Tour that they had. Now, the Backlot Tour has since closed and they do not record their any work. Oh my god, I think I'm having a stroke. They did not. They don't record things there anymore, obviously. Why would they? Uh, but that's what it used to be. And then, um, so Hollywood Studios has, had, has been having a bit of an identity crisis. Uh, because the only remnant of what it used to be... Because aside from the backlot tour and the recording, uh, the movie studio section what Hollywood Studios was about was how people make movies and so they had a lot of things that were like you know this is how stunts are done this is you know and they had attractions based on that and the only remnant of that is the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular which I hope never closes because I love that attraction so much I could watch that thing a bajillion times I I've established I hate loud noises, but I remember the last time I went there, it was raining buckets. And they were like, we can't do the explosion at the end. And I was like, no! Not the explosion! I want the explosion, please! Oh my gosh. I love the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. If you ever go to Hollywood Studios and you're like, I need to get, you know, I need to get on all the cool rides, go to the Indiana Jones one. Because it's so cool. Um, And then... Also, also, this is not related to what I was talking about, but it's in Hollywood Studios. If you're going to do anything in Hollywood Studios, please go to Muppet Vision 3D because I love the Muppets and more people need to go on their thing. Anyway, I'll get back into the history now. I'll talk about the Muppets more later. Don't even worry about it. Um, (laughs) And so um, Hollywood Studios opens, functioning, you know filming place about how movies are made and the universal studios orlando opens about the same time it's a bit of a mess very you know political in the theme park world but whatever i don't i didn't really care i was not born uh and um so they did that stuff the theme parks what was I thinking about? I don't know. Anyway, so since it has lost a bit of its identity, as, like I said, Indiana Jones is the only remnant of what it used to be, and I feel it's 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 very lost in what it wants to be. The park itself, like the overall theming, it doesn't know what it wants to be. Like, because Epcot has the World Showcase and then Future World and then Magic Kingdom is just overall very whimsical, magical. Um, Animal Kingdom obviously has its educational animal theme going on. And Hollywood Studios used to be about movies, but it's not anymore. So what is it? It's like the same problem they have with Tomorrowland where it's, it needs, somebody needs to make an ultimate decision on how they're going to fix it. Which, they just recently switched um, Disney CEOs, and so I I really have my fingers crossed that something um, will get done about it, but we'll see in due time, I suppose. Um, So yeah, that's a bit of the history. Another bit of history, Hollywood Studios, um, the icon for the park. Now, every Disney park has an icon has something that they can slap on merch to be like, wow, look, we're representing all of the parks here at Disney World. 
Magic Kingdom has the castle, Animal Kingdom has the tree, Epcot has the golf, giant fucking golf ball in the middle of it. What does Hollywood Studios have? I have a piece of merchandise from the last time I went to Disney World that says, you know, 2018 on it. And there is, oh, that's the pheasant. Oh, good, he didn't jump into the road. Um, it has no icon for Hollywood Studios. None. It has a tree on it, the giant golf ball, and a castle. No Hollywood Studios icon. And that's because they haven't picked one for forever. It was, they had a water tower with Mickey ears on it on, um, uh, in the park. They, they had that in there. And for forever, that was the icon for the park. But then at some point, they got rid of that. And for a anniversary of some sort, I don't remember exactly what anniversary it was. Maybe it was for the park. Like, as maybe it's for Disney World as a whole, or maybe it was just for Hollywood Studios. I don't know. But it had a giant Sorcerer Mickey hat with, um, like, you know, like the ears on it and stuff. Like, right when you walk in, right in front of the Chinese theater. The replica Chinese theater that they have. And for a long time, that was also the icon. But then they took that down. And now they just don't have one. And I'm very confused. Uh, like, what are we doing? We can't, uh, we need to pick something, guys. Because right now it's not, uh, we need, we need to pick something for sure. What are we doing? I do not understand. So anyway, Hollywood Studios does not have an icon currently. There is none. See, my thought process for a second there was maybe they could pick the Chinese theater because that's what is there right when you walk in. Is um, a replica of the famous Chinese theater in, um, I think it's in LA or it's somewhere in California. Um, but then I was like, well, that's a real place. So you probably can't make that the icon for the park. They're like, what else would it be? Unless they put the water tower back up. I don't know why they ever took it down. I don't know. Decisions need to be made. And I am not going to be the one to do it. But somebody needs to do it. Anyway. Uh, uh, Hollywood Studios. So that's a little bit of history about the park. Right now, uh, a lot of the show buildings are empty. Like, shows like uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid and um, one kitty show, I don't remember what it was called, uh, they closed during the COVID-19 pandemic and they have not reopened, which means those buildings are just sitting empty. They have one building that just shows movie previews in it. Um, I'm like, what good is that for? I don't understand. But, you know... Um, they do have the most recent additions to Disney World, though. They have Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge, or Star Wars Land, if you wish, for the uh, uh, lamest nomenclature on that one. Uh, which are, again, not helping with uh, Hollywood Studios' identity crisis, but sure, yeah, why not? So... I have a gripe to pick quickly. I'll get back to Toy Story Land and uh, Star Wars Land. There was going to be a Muppets themed section in Hollywood Studios. Now, George Lucas. George Lucas? He doesn't have anything to do with this. He has something to do with it later. Why did I say George Lucas? I meant Jim Henson. Jesus Christ. Jim Henson made a deal with the Disney Corporation. 
He was like, hey guys. Yeah, you can use my Muppets for your theme park. And Disney was like, dope. That's dope as hell. Thank you. And so they were going to make a whole themed section of the park about the Muppets. A whole Muppet themed section. I would have loved that. I don't know what kind of rides they would have had in there. Maybe it would have been a little bit like Toontown in Disneyland. I don't know. But it would have been awesome. Tell you what, I would have been, oh my god, I'm so on board for a Muppets themed land. They can still make one if they want. Disney, if you're listening to this, I don't think you are, but if you are, please make a Muppet themed section of your, of your theme park. I would die. I would be deceased. This car in front of me is going really slow and I'm upset about it. Anyway, um. Slow. What was I talking about? <laughs> the car in front of me going slow really threw me off. Of course, they're from Iowa. Where else would they be from? Anyway, um. Muppets. The Muppets. I love the Muppets attractions. Because right now they have, like, I don't want to call it a land, but like they have, like, a mini section that is Muppets themed, which I really, I do, I mean, I like that they have that at least, but like, what could have been? They could have had a whole themed land and instead I'm stuck with freaking Toy Story Land with some mid-tier rides. You could have made such awesome attractions. I just, oh my gosh. I miss the Muppets every day I walk in that park. I've only been there twice, but oh my gosh. Put the Muppets in there. Cause they Muppet Vision 3D, which nobody goes to. Please go to Muppet Vision 3D so they keep it open because if they ever close that attraction, I think I might have a breakdown, genuinely. It's my only 3D exception. I will watch Muppet Vision 3D. Also, I will watch um, uh, Philhar Magic and in uh, Magic Kingdom. That one's also 3D, like stage show. That one's really cool. I will watch that one. That is also an exception for me. Um, don't tell me this bitch is gonna try and go around me. I just passed you. You were going like 70. Whatever. I'm sick of this, man. Get out of here, dude. Oh, no. This is somebody else. Just kidding. <laughs> I thought this was the same Iowa guy trying to pass me. The cars look the same. Ugh. Never mind. We're all good. Um, I was like, no way. Yeah, no way. It's not him. Um... I forgot what I was talking about again. God damn it. Uh, okay, I think I'm off the topic of the Muppets. I don't think I need to talk about them anymore. Toy Story Land. Uh, when I went to Hollywood Studios last, Toy Story Land had opened, but Galaxy's Edge, Star Wars Land, was not open when I was there. It opened like a year after I was there. So I, I have not experienced any of that, uh, those attractions or theming myself. I can say watching videos that they look super awesome and super cool. And I really, really, really want to ride um, Rise of the Resistance because it looks so awesome. I would give my left kidney to go ride it. Um, and the theming looks really cool. I, I haven't experienced them personally. I can just say from like pictures and videos and stuff that it looks cool, but I, I have no idea. I can't speak on the theming of Toy Story Land. It's lame. It's not very exciting. The The rides are lame and the uh, uh, the whole land is kind of lame. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I'm not the biggest Toy Story fan to begin with. It's fine. They're okay. I didn't watch Toy Story 4 when it came out. I still haven't seen it. Maybe I should. I've heard it's good. 
But this is for my mom, who also says that. Ah! This is like freaking, I don't know, Cruella's good, which I'm sure it's fine, but like, meh, I can't be that good. So, anyway, Toy Story Land, not my favorite. Because they have, okay, so they have three? Three. Three sounds right. They have three attractions in Toy Story Land. One of them, I went on two of them. The roller coaster, um, Slinky Dog Dash, I did not go on. Number one, the line was really long. And number two, my sister was scared because right when we got into the land, somebody had thrown up on the ride and she uh, is terrified to throw up. And she was like, oh my gosh, I'm not getting on that if somebody threw up on it. And I was like, well, all right, shoot me, I guess. Uh, and so we did not get on the Slinky Dog Dash. We did, however, wait in line for like an hour and a half for um, Midway Mania, which is a mid-tier ride. It's basically it's just a shooter you just sit in your little car and you shoot at things with your, with your little with your little gun that's about all it is it's kind of boring but it's it's fine it's okay and uh then they have like the the space ranger spin or whatever or like this whatever you sit on a little thing and it spins you around it's fine a pretty plain ride it's definitely for smaller kids than me but it's okay the only thing i remember about that ride is that my sister um left her mickey ears on it and so then we had to go back after she realized she left them there and um <laughs> and get them back that's all i remember about that ride um yeah that i it's okay it's a fine it's fine section land wise it's okay there's better lands but it's not offensive it's okay um i forgot to talk about inside the chinese theater i mentioned that earlier uh, right when you walk in, there's like that, that main drag, and then there is uh, the Chinese theater there, which used to house the Great Movie Ride, which is where MGM MGM Hollywood Studios got its name. Uh, was it just MGM Studios? MGM Disney MGM? The Disney MGM? I don't remember exactly what it was called. <laughs> it had MGM in there somewhere. I don't know if there was a Hollywood in there. I don't, I don't really remember. I didn't go there when it was MGM. Maybe I did. When did it get? When did it lose the MGM? Because I went on the Great Movie Ride the first time we went to Disney World. Granted, I was eight. I think it was 2012. Was it still MGM then? Maybe. I don't really remember. Point is, the Great Movie Ride had characters from whoa, great movies in the ride. Characters like the Wicked Witch and movie scenes like stuff from the wizard of oz and oh god casablanca and you know a whole bunch of those old classic movies because it's a, a ride that's supposed to be taking you through the history of movies right and so they had all of these um animatronics and stuff in it and so disney had made a deal with mgm to use the characters for the ride which checks out that's how the park got its name that's why it was MGM, Disney, Disney MGM, whatever the, whatever the freak it was called. That's why it was that. Oh, yo, I'm like racing a helicopter right now. He's off to my left, flying through the air. We're going like the same speed. Maybe he's going a little bit faster than me. Woo, helicopter. Helicopter, helicopter. That was a helicopter noise. Nobody gets to criticize me. Anyway, um, and so the great movie ride has since 
okay, first off, I liked, let me let's talk about one thing about the great movie right here. I liked that it, like the Jungle Cruise, had a real cast member, like, on the um, ride vehicle with you who would interact with the story of the ride because there was, like, two separate routes that you could take. And in one of them, your tour guide, the cast member that was leading, not leading, but, you know, that was on the ride with you, would get um, shot and taken out by a gangster in one of the gangster scenes, or they would get shot and taken out by, um, like, a cowboy in one of the western scenes, and then the gangster or the cowboy would lead part of the rest of the ride, and then the cast member would come back and be like, haha, I wasn't actually dead, um, and, and then take over again. And I always thought that part of the, I was eight when I went on it, but I've seen, I've seen videos since, you know, I gotta have something to make my opinion on. And I think that that's a really fun concept, and I feel like that human interaction that you have with that is a lot uh, is a lot of fun. And I'm sure it's got to be slightly draining on the cast members, but at the same time, you know, it's it's it makes it a lot more magical and fun to experience it like that than just sitting on a ride and watching animatronics, you know. But anyway, uh, the great movie ride housed in the Chinese theater closed, and then uh, Mickey's Runaway Railway. Ra- oh my God. Mickey's Runaway Railway opened up uh, after I had been there. So when I was there last time in 2018, it's there was they were it was under construction. So I uh, didn't go on the Great Movie Ride then, but I also couldn't go on the um, the the Mickey Ride while I was there. I've seen videos of the Mickey Ride as well. It looks alright. Looks kind of looks fun. I guess would be the way I would put it. It looks, you know, entertaining enough. But, yeah. Is there anything else I want to talk about Hollywood Studios? I don't think so. Also, I was re-listening through my previous episode. You know, editing, doing my thing. And I realized that I said I was going to talk about the Sherman Brothers. Because I said that they had written the song for the Carousel of Progress. And then I never talked about them. So, if you didn't listen to that episode, you get some extra trivia. And if you did, here is your information about the Sherman Brothers that I forgot to talk about. So, the Sherman Brothers, uh, one of their names is Richard. I can't remember the other one's name. Uh, <laughs> they were a obviously a brother write, songwriting duo that Walt Disney had hired. So, a lot of the classic Disney songs and music were written by them. So, It's a Small World, There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow... Uh, even songs in some of the movies like Mary Poppins were written by the Sherman Brothers Um, they're very wide known widespread Uh, I believe there's a movie about them like a documentary style I don't know if it's a documentary for it's like a like a biopic but it is a uh, uh, they're they're very cool they're very interesting individuals and they have written some bangers some actually bangers they uh, their song slap period no question mark no ellipses. Their songs slap. They're good. I like them all. Anyway, uh, I believe it's going to be all for today. Thank you so much for listening. This episode got a little long, but that's okay. I had to keep you keep you all informed about the uh, the hot Disney park gossip. Uh, but thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day.